What up, world? This is the Me and Mrs. Jones podcast. It's me, Mr. Jones, and this is my beautiful wife, Mrs. Jones. Talk to the people. Hey, what's going on, world? I know it's been uh, a hiatus. We've been on a hiatus, but we back, and we're back with some more hip-hop real shit. What's been going on in the world of hip-hop since we have been on a, a little mini vacay? So Kendrick dropped, damn, you know, <laughs> and I I gotta say that it was damn like what I had said before about how hip hop uh, art reflects life and what's going on. His whole album reflects how I feel right. today and what's going on, what I can relate to, and it was just thought provoking. And like deep, like some deep shit, but it wasn't too deep like his last album, uh, Pimp of a Butterfly. It wasn't artsy. That was like an artsy album. What you think? Yeah, it was very artsy. I mean, it was like it was like a concept album, pretty much. So it was I mean, that album to me was all over the place as far as the sound. Mm-hmm. You know, and this one is a little more cohesive and it's a little more Kendrick like it, it it sound a little more like his first album. His first album. Right. It sound like those uh, original Kendrick. The mixtapes. Right. The high. What what was it? High. Section eighty. And Section all that. eighty. I'm sorry. Yeah. Section eighty. Like it had that real Kendrick. Why I started liking him in the first place when you showed him to me. It just had that whole vibe. Like every song on the album is crazy. Like there's no song that you skip. On this album, everything is hot. Right. Uh, I love the um, what is I love the duck the Duckworth uh song because it's yeah, that's like one of my favorite ones, and it was like uh, it's funny because when I was listening to it, I was like, this sound like Knife Wonder. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying like the production, like I could tell it was Knife Wonder, and I looked at the credits and it was Knife Wonder, so I'm like, dang, I just got that. Like ear. how but, the beat switched over and everything. Yeah, but it was just like you know Knife Wonder sound with the soulful. And the, Had the little um, the brother bap, Yeah, beat. Like, yeah. But, you know what I'm saying? I liked how it flipped, like, between three different beats. I thought that was cool. But what he was talking about in the song was was what, what I really liked. You know what I'm saying? It was a real deep story about how, you know, how pretty much how he came about. Like, how Top, know, dog. Top dog and his father... How their lives coincide. Right. And then he became who he was. And then it's like how... Sometimes you might meet somebody and down the road, you'll never know that. Sometimes people come in your life for a season, a reason, or um, I forgot what the other one is. But um, I just, or or a lifetime. Sometimes people come in your life for a season, a reason, or a lifetime. And and then that was just like fate. That was just fate at its best. And they came together. And that was just an amazing story. And and you know what? I want to talk about the... um, the Rihanna record, Loyalty, because I don't like, I don't really like Rihanna. I don't know Rihanna why you be hating on Rihanna. No, I, I'm not like, hating on Rihanna, it. okay? Don't don't have her Navy come no, for me. I'm just saying. But man. I'm saying that I don't hate Rihanna, but sometimes I don't like her own rapper songs. But this one, it just feel like this was a Kendrick song featuring Rihanna. Sometimes Rihanna get on the rapper songs and it's like Rihanna songs. 
Right. Like it was still true to Kendrick. I know some people I heard said this sound like it was made for radio, but it didn't seem like that to me. And I'm kind of spot on when I, I see mean, like it people didn't sound forced, like it was forced for radio. Yeah. But organically, it's a song that for can radio, play on work radio. on radio. But it didn't seem forced. Like no. I'm forced in this song. And you know what I like really? What I love about this album is that. It is true. Like, Kendrick is not sounding like Future. Kendrick is not sounding like the Migos. He's okay. not doing mumble. So it seemed like he just locked himself in a room. He didn't listen to anything. And he just was like, put all his blood, sweat, and tears into this album and made it a masterpiece. Nah, him and J. Cole definitely be on a different, different level when it comes to creating music. Like, they process, like... They lock in and they just you know pump out classics like it's, it's like it's it's in they in they DNA. Like, yeah, no pun intended. To one of my favorite songs on the track DNA, like that's a crazy one right there too. Let's talk like, about Kendrick's rhyming pattern. Like it just seemed like he just got better. Is it me? Nah, he did get better. It just seemed like he was just like going. Like, how do he breathe? Like, that's I want to ask him that. Like, how do you breathe? He on another level on that one though. That DNA shit, like that shit is crazy. What's the song where he said, "Make it look sexy"? Oh, you talking about uh, element? Element. That's crazy. It's just like how the song flip. That ain't how the song start out. Nah, it's not. It's just turning to like some of the stuff when I heard it on series. Like I listened to the album consecutive consecutively when you play it. But when I heard it on series and they was playing some of the songs, I'm like, damn, these songs is as long as hell. Like I thought that was another song nah. when it's actually the same song and it got several different beats in it and several different tones. Uh this flowing together like i i just want to say like i think this is the best album of the year so far yeah i agree i mean he's number I, one right now on the, on the top billboard 200 all the songs every time i get in the car and i turn on the radio when i listen to the hip-hop station is this kendrick 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 and i'm so happy i haven't been listening to like our local radio station but i'm serious I just hear Kendrick, Kendrick, Kendrick. I think they are playing Humble on the radio. I Humble. think I heard. I mean, but DNA I, I think... DNA heard. Yeah, they playing pretty much the whole album on the radio. I mean, it's, it's pretty much a certified classic at this point. Like, the response for it is crazy. I seen, like, um, Diddy was on IG, like, listening to the whole album, and he was just, like, zoning out to it. And he said that... He said this. He said that uh, Kendrick poured his heart and soul into that music. He said... He said, this is soul music. He was right. like, he said that he'd been waiting like for so long to hear some shit like that. And did you know I Diddy just got not that. just say this? Did I not just, I'm not trying to take credit for Diddy's opinion, but did mm-hmm. I not just say this? What? What did you say? Did I, I not just say, I'm talking about several weeks ago, like, like I, I told you, like I wasn't feeling rap because I just was like, ooh. Right. Like, you know, not to diss anybody, but it just did. It just, I just wasn't feeling it. Like, we had broke up. Like, mm-mm. Like, and then Kendrick sent a text talking about, hey, big head. And then we listened to the album. No, no, you going too deep. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it was just like message basically because i was like it was like a hole like i like i was missing and i don't know like 
you like we need some real stuff. Shit is going on in the world, and we can't be listening to Molly Perkins said, uh, 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 "Make a mm-hmm. bitch eat a plan B." I'm tired of that. Open your mouth and say something real. Or I rap. Just, I just think at this point, Kendrick is the king of rap. Like Kendrick is the think, king of rap. And and, and Drake, can, I don't, I don't think Drake got the crown no more. It go to Kendrick. So Drake, Drake is on his tower in the six, scared to death. Right. That Kendrick just dropped the fucking classic, and he dropped a playlist featuring songs that you not listening to unless you highly. High, drunk, about to die, and you like this put something on like that. His album is stuff people listen to when they drunk and high. Or both. Mm. Both. That song, no pun intended, Gucci Man, both. Mm. I don't really listen to this unless I'm drunk, but I'm high. Mm. But I'm both right now. Gotta be listening to more life. Oh, look at me putting that together. What? Did you not just hear it? Don't try to play me like mm. that. <laughs> I'm not supposed to do that. Okay, let's talk about Joey Badass. Since you acting funny. Joey Badass dropped a fucking classic. American, what's the name? All American Badass. Okay, how you feel about that? I think it's a fucking classic. I mean, I think that he got on the map after that devastated record. And I think... That he took it to the top, like he he taking it to the top with this album. Like it might not be getting like the recognition like Kendrick, but when you listen to the album, like I think that most people would like it. You know what I'm saying? What you think about it? I like the album. I really like the album. I really like Why You Don't Love Me, uh, Rockabye Baby for the people. Is that is that one of the songs? For the people. You talking about the land? For my people. I'm sorry. Yeah, for my people. Yeah, I really liked the album. It was a good, and I'm not like a a hardcore Joey Badass fan like you are. Right. But I like I I like the album. Like I listened to it on my own, and I just appreciate it. And again, another person, another album, talking about what's going on in the world, and it is music reflecting life. And I art just think reflecting. that. Like this year, like we we getting blessed with some, some nice some dope albums. Like to get, first of all, Kendrick, which is the best album of the year so far, and then to get American All American Badass from Joey Badass too. Like them two albums that I can't stop listening to. And then we got Rick Ross dropping earlier this year. Oh yeah, Rick Ross. Like, it's, that it's was just crazy. been a crazy year for music. Mhm. And I'm really like appreciating what I'm seeing right now and what I'm hearing. Even though J. Cole is my dude, you know what I'm saying? I'm always, I found J. Cole before Kendrick. Like, at this point, I got to admit that Kendrick is on top. Like, Kendrick is better than J. Cole, pretty much. You hearing me admit it, as hard as that is. Wow. That J. Cole, he might have to step step aside for Kendrick. Like, King Kendrick, for real. Like, with this album. Like, it's so amazing. I can't stop listening to it. And I'm going back to it, even though we talking about Joey Badass. That's how amazing it is. But him and Joey Badass, like, I appreciate both of the right. albums. Mm-hmm. I appreciate both because they both is something different. That's what I'm saying. Like, although it's, like, same messaging, but it's a, a different style, a different tone, a different beat. Like, it's it's just 
it's it's good hip hop and it's real hip hop and I appreciate it. Right, the song Legendary that that he got on there featuring J Cole. That's a good one. I didn't even know that, that was J Cole because he sound he, he was rapping no, so different. J Cole killed that second verse though. Like Joey Badass did his thing, but J Cole he killed that. I think um, Static Selector might have produced that one too. Like yeah, I, he like did. You t- you told me that, and mm-hmm. I looked it up. Mm-hmm. He did. And the Super Predator record with Styles P on it is another one that I like a lot. The OG Styles P, like stay consistent, like consistent. No, no, I don't ever hear that nigga spit a whack verse ever. And him, like him on that record with Joey Badass, like they just it it blends so perfectly, like right. Yeah, plan's perfect. Why are you looking at me like you, that? You're dazing. What's up? I'm, I'm not. I was thinking about what did I just hear? Styles P. Styles P is on the uh, Talib Kweli album. Right. Yes, they got, they got an a, a EP. I'm sorry, seven songs. It's called, yeah, it's named the seven, and 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 it's it's a seven song EP. You said that you saw them. Was that on Sway? Yeah, that was just on Sway in the morning. Uh-huh. It was an interview I was watching. And you said he was talking about how uh, Talib and Kweli was. Um, huh. No, I was, you know, they can. Kweli dropped an album with Styles P, which was not an album. Why do I keep saying album? It was an EP, seven songs. And um, I think that's, again, It did that come out the same week as Joey Badass? Or did it come out the same week as Kendrick? It was it one came, of them it, weeks. It came out um, the same weekend as Joey Badass album did. So it's like, again, like you said, to piggyback off what you said again, it's like, Real hip hop is at the forefront, at least with its beginning. I mean, that quarter. album ain't really at the forefront. I mean, I mean, it's it's not like it's playing on the radio or nothing, but it's at a. I heard album it on the. Uh, well, back serious. Spin. Yeah, you listening? To, I'm talking about mainstream radio. It's not really. Well, who the fuck wants to listen to mainstream? I'm just saying, radio? but it's an album that's needed. I agree with that, and and it's an album. Another again, another album that's been in heavy rotation since it came out. But, but everything is at the forefront. Like you said, Rick Ross, we got Kendrick, we got Joey Badass, we got Styles P and Tw- Talib Kweli. Like, it's it's back. I'm happy. I'm very excited. We watched uh, a couple of weeks ago uh, J. Cole's uh, little for document your for on, your own. On HBO, yeah, that document. Yeah, that was really good. Like I, when we watched it again for the second time, like I appreciated it more because he was having those conversations in a community that nobody wants to talk about. Right, and, like at the end when he talked to that woman who who said that she had lost two children. Right. Like I thought that was real deep. And she like, was just so positive. She you didn't even tell. know like she was talking to J. Cole though. Like, right. She, was she just, just started like, was in, that's spirit. what I'm saying. She like you could just tell spirit, yeah. she had a beautiful spirit. She didn't even care. She was like, All right, I'm about to go. I'm about to go to my second job. Right. And it was just real people. Like he was just sitting walking around. He seen uh Mike Brown's cousin. Mike Brown's cousin chopped it up with him. Right. And um you know, he was just really like it was no like crowds of people. And the guy was sitting there kicking it with uh, J. Cove talking about what happened. And then he was like, yo, you know, I'm going to catch up with you later. But I got to go to back boxing practice. I just appreciated that because he was like, I got to life still go on. I know right. you, J. Cove, but let me go get my life together. And I just appreciated the whole thing. He had several different people, just ordinary people going about their life. And he was having those conversations. 
conversations. And I just like the, the vibe. I mean, I think it was interesting, too, with that Neighbors um, song. Right. They, at, at that video, um, it was footage of, of, of somebody crib getting raided. I ain't know at the time that I thought it was staged. That, that was J. Cole's studio. That um, They say that that really actually happened, that his studio got raided like that. And that's what inspired that song, actually, which is one of my favorite songs on that album. But I just thought that was interesting. I didn't know the backstory to that. Yeah, I I really did. Until you said something, I thought that was like part of the, the film. I thought, you know, like they had them come in and do that. Nah, that was real shit. Right, I like saw the little... taking cameras down and shit. Mm-hmm. That was real shit. That's crazy. That's somebody's house. Like, oh, come man, on, was people. Like, they, they went in there and saw that it was a studio and felt dumb. Like, they was really, like, kicking that shit in. Like, he had some drugs in that shit, though. Because somebody didn't tell. Right. They nosy ass needs to mind their business. The neighbors think I'm selling dope. Like, that's real. It is really real. And people need to stop with the stereotypes. I really like the fact that uh, one of it, like when he was talking about For Your Eyes Only, the last song on the album, when he had the um, the documentary, when it had the last song on the album, he had fathers with their daughters. Yeah. I just really liked that because it wasn't, he wasn't showing his daughter and him with his daughter. He was showing regular ass people right. with their kids telling their story. But and that's I just what, appreciate that's what J. Cole is for, the everyday person. Like, that's why I fuck with J. Cole. Because he's not too flashy. It's not a facade. It's mm-hmm. real. And it's hip-hop. And it's the culture. And it's for the people. And I just appreciated that. I had to watch it again. And J. Cole and Kendrick running the world. Like, they, they running the fucking rap world. The Where's the collaboration they, album? I, I don't know. I can't even... Well, they actually were supposed to drop a collaboration album. But that one never came out. Like, that's like an urban legend. But, I mean, they... Every time somebody asks them about it, they say the possibility is still open. So. But I thought somebody said they had heard some of it. Who I mean, was they that? They probably got songs on the ice together, but they... It was... Um, what's Who? the guy's name? He's on Kendrick's, uh, Kendrick's label mate with the long hair. Absol. Absol yeah. was talking about that he had heard some of the Kendrick and J. Cove album. I'm and sure he said it was somewhere. crazy. Sure he was like, I don't know what they waiting for. Music together I guess exists. they schedules got to get uh, together and make it. But we waiting. We ready to hear the album. Um, what else I wanted to talk about? I wanted to talk about um, Wale. No. Yeah. Don't do it. That's just... <laughs> Let's talk about Wale. Wale. It's letting me for down. For Lauren. It's letting me down. Blue Moon. This album that he just dropped. Blue Moon, right? Is it called Blue Moon? Blue Moon, I you played me two songs. I don't even think you said you got to three, but I ain't here no Thursday. Wale was putting me to bed. It's not, it's, Blue Moon. it's not Blue Moon. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Blue Moon was a mixtape. Shine. Shine is an album. And no. Mm-mm. Nah. I'm not feeling it at all. Is it? Is it? No. Mm-mm. Is that what happens when? Because you said. The I same. mean, but he was on the Breakfast Club, and one of mm-hmm. the things they talk about was his daughter, daughter Zyla, I think her name is. Uh-huh. And he was just talking about how you know that that's his inspiration for his music now. So that's probably why he on this all this singing stuff. Like he in a sensitive place in his life. I mean, well, but, he made a lullaby for his daughter, <laughs> a lullaby album. He could have kept that to himself. 
while they like like this is what happens to when the artists doubt themselves. Like right. They like he Twitter talk, change who they are. He talked about that song that J. Cole, False Prophets that J. Cole put out. Oh, what did he say? He was saying that he talked to him about it, but he was saying that um Right, when he responded, that was true Wale. Right. When Wale responded, the groundhog, that was true Wale. Where is that Wale on this Shine album? Crickets. That Wale don't exist no more. He yes, he does. He's in there because if he responded like that. These last couple albums, like this Shine album and then that mixtape he dropped, like. When I heard that mixtape, I was like, I hope that this album don't sound like that. You told me that it was going to sound like that. I did. I was afraid that it was going to sound <laughs> like that. And that's what the fuck happened. It ended up sounding like that. Because he doubted himself. I told you that I loved what... In, so who told me that they didn't like this album? A lot of people said they didn't like this album. The album, the Seinfeld album. I loved that album. Yeah, that was a good album. I, lo- I did not like... What's the second one? The Gifted. No, I didn't one, like The Gifted. That one I do like. I, I, do I didn't like, like the, the Gifted. But I loved the Seinfeld album. And the album About Nothing. Album About Nothing was, I mean, that was a masterpiece. Like, it was very, it had a theme. It had the core. It was just, and he was just, like, how do you... How are you not a genius that you're able to take Seinfeld episodes and turn them into songs? Is that not genius I mean, Seinfeld material? Seinfeld is the homie, though. Like, that's... But he said I'm those saying, are conversations that him and Seinfeld have all the time. And he just put it together and made an album. Exactly. Like, how are you not a genius? People can't do that. So I get upset that why is my artist, one of my... Uh, that artist that I like is doubting themselves. And they think that they about to make... I don't even know a pop album. Like I'm not feeling this. I'm really not. I want Wale. Stop doubting yourself. You are a great rapper. Get back to the core. This go back to the drawing board. Uh uh-uh, uh. I'm not feeling it. Yeah, we can get off of talking about that album. I ain't feeling that one either. Okay, and um, what were we talking? Oh, okay, so the rock and roll. The rock. <laughs> Rock and roll. Hall the of rock fame. and roll Hall of Fame ceremony ceremony induction with Tupac. I know you didn't see this, mm-hmm. but I showed you some of it. This is Tupac Shakur. Right. Legendary. Legendary. A legend. Okay. Tupac changed the game. Humongous category. Humongous catalog. This is one of the rap one of our rap pioneers. Why do y'all nope nope no shade to none of these artists because okay. I love no all these no artists. Why is Alicia Keys on the piano doing two seconds of Tupac <laughs> songs? She was killing the piano though. She, she was, was killing, killing the, the piano. But why couldn't we have somebody who knew Tupac? I mean Snoop was there. Where was Dr. Dre? <laughs> Where were the artists? Is the outlaw still alive? Where are y'all? I mean, I would appreciate the outlaws coming out doing this stuff instead of YG. YG wasn't even born when Tupac was out. What about T.I.? Was T.I. there doing T.I. did. T.I. did uh, Keep Your Head Up. Mm-hmm. T.I. thought he was Tupac. He had the whole <laughs> outfit on. 
I don't understand. Where was Danny Boy? Don't Danny Boy know how to play the piano? Why couldn't Danny Boy play the stuff? And why couldn't somebody who knew Tupac say could have performed the stuff and then had their own story? This is Tupac. This is the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Would you stop saying that like that? Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Don't, don't do that to me. You know what I mean. And we're not trying to... Be, look, people know who I am. So, Rocket Hall... I'm, I'm messing it up. But anyway, I'm retarded. I Why are y'all doing this to Tupac? I know I'm going on and on and on, but I just... I'm not feeling it. Mm-mm. Well, you need to call the people that put it together. They need, I just so. it was expecting more. And I wouldn't need... And I, I didn't guarantee know you it. the people that put that, put that together know nothing. Tretch! I mean... <laughs> Tretch had a real relationship with Paco. He did. He did. But he I'm did. saying, the people Juicy that put that Tretch shit together probably know nothing about hip-hop. <laughs> so that's why they got those people... Snoop was there. Snoop told That's the story. only thing they got it right. <laughs> but where was Dr. Dre? They should. They could have had the Tupac hologram. I would have been cool with that. What's up, Coachella? I would have been cool nah, with that. Tupac hologram. Man. Yes. I just... No. Uh-uh. Go back to the drawing board. Um, that's what basically was going on in the world of hip-hop. I also want to talk about... I know you haven't been... Uh, I've been reading Charlemagne's book, right. uh, Black Privilege. Success Comes to Those. And I I haven't been reading it, but I've been listening to the audio book. And I just feel like this is a great story. And if you people who like to read, you guys really should pick up Charlemagne's book. It's at Amazon. And you can get it an audible book because, you know, I like to listen to the car when I'm at work or whatever. But I just feel like it's one thing if I'm I, if I just want to take anything from what Charlemagne said. He said a lot of people don't remember to put the we in the bag first. And this is this analogy that people don't, people, you know, like in Belly and right. Lies and Why Kid or whatever. And DMX was like, y'all need to learn how to put the weed in the bag first. Mm-hmm. Well, y'all talk about y'all about to be selling Coke. And I just, like, people don't, people don't put that hard work in no more. Nah. And it's just crazy. They, they just innocent. want instant gratification. Right. But that's the society we live in. Like it's over. It's we live in the world of overnight celebrities. Like nobody internet, wants internet to work for nothing. Like, when you can go on Instagram and get fame overnight, like why put in the work? That's the mentality of this generation. And that's pretty much what Charlemagne was talking about in that you know in the book. Yeah, I don't want to give too it's much away, but it, yeah, it's, it's definitely. It's definitely like a motivation, self-help book. But he has an amazing story to tell. And just like everything he went through, like he got fired for four times. And I just, that just resonated with me because a lot of things that I have done in my past, I wasn't like, you know, things, it was stuff happened, but it just feel like if you can get fired four times, I just feel like that's, that's just motivation. Like, the first time you try something, it's not going to be a success. You got to keep learning, learning, learning. But I just had to throw that out there because that's my quote. Like, that's something that I'm about to live by. Like, so what's the name forget. of the book again? So people could Charlemagne, Black Privilege, Success Comes to Those. And I just feel that you got to learn how to put the we in the back. And that's the moral of the story. That's the moral of the story. The and that's what we're leaving first. off on. Put the weed in the bag first. Always. This is the Me and Mrs. Jones podcast. Peace and love, y'all.